It's the show the establishment warned you about. And thank you for joining us today. It's Dr. Tommy Show live from Lutz, Florida in our new studio. And we are back from... Thank you. We are back from hiatus of approximately three weeks because of moving. But we are happy you are back and we are looking forward to sharing with you all of the good news from across the United States. And this is the most listened to concierge medicine morning show in the contiguous United States. In Alaska, there is a highly listened to concierge medicine morning show called Concierge Medicine Live from Alaska featuring Dr. Dr. Uh, what was his name? Do you remember? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I was the, watching. <laughs> the concierge show that beat us in, in Alaska. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, he's hot. He's hot. I, we're, we're trying to catch him. But according to the um, Sullivan Group out in Sacramento, who um, has rated us, they said that we are the second most listened to in the United States. Awesome. But anyway, Atlas MD <laughs> is our proud sponsor. We're proud to have Atlas MD as our sponsor. If you'd like to learn why we are proud of them, go to AskDrTommy.com and click on Special Offer for Atlas MD. And if you are a concierge medicine or direct primary care doctor, you will be up and running in a matter of minutes with the hottest EMR slash billing uh, solution for membership medicine in the whole United States. And that's not just contiguous. That's the whole United States. Atlas MD, our proud sponsor now going on. One plus, two plus, I don't know, one plus years, one uh, and a half years. You know, I think March will be two years. Two years. Two years. Well, no, eight. Are we in 18? We're in 18 yeah. now. That's right. Okay, yeah. Uh, we are new in our office here in uh, Lutz, Florida. We used to be in Wesley Chapel, Florida. For those of you listening, it may not mean a hill of beans, but for those of you locally, it means we are more centrally located. Uh, we are just north of Bears Avenue on North Florida mm-hmm. Avenue, just south of the Publix, which is the Apex Publix for those of you in the area. And we've had busy, busy weeks of moving and renovating. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are now in our new office, which is uh, has upstairs and downstairs. And we are very excited about the upstairs component. Yes. Which is um, going to be called the Echelon Club. Mm-hmm. The initial <laughs> echelon club. What are we going to have up there? Soon to be, and well, we're going to have a, a projector, a TV. Uh, we're going to have a auxiliary office with Kaylee's desk and computer, and we will also have uh, potentially cigars and whiskey and all the good. <laughs> the men will have to stand around with cigars in their mouth, but it can't be lit. That's right. They can pretend. Well, we'll see. Anyway, uh, we had uh, some stuff we wanted to talk to about today, and one of the ones that you brought to mind was um, about... Oh, it's behind you. The article about Puerto Rico? Puerto Rico. So if you guys haven't remember, Puerto Rico had a problem getting aid to the appropriate places, and it was blamed on the ineffectiveness of FEMA, Donald Trump, and various other people. And it says here, this is from... Um, dailywire.com this is from january 16th 2018 armed federal agencies quote massive store of rebuilding materials kept from puerto rico's hurricane victims 
And it says, months after Hurricane Maria ravaged Puerto Rico, nearly half of the island's residents are still without power. Despite the Federal Emergency Management Agency sending hundreds of workers to the area to help restore the electrical grid, they've been at a loss to where critical construction items shipped to the island as part of the recovery effort have gone. Now, armed federal agents are reportedly taking the situation in their own hands. Over the weekend, FEMA and the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers began raiding warehouses where the Puerto Rican Air or Electric Power Authority has been, quote, hoarding these, quote, critical materials out of reach of aid workers. According to The Intercept, FEMA and the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers used their security details to break into a Palo Seco warehouse where they found hundreds of tension steel sleeves, and nearly 3,000 items crucial, critical to U.S. contractors who are trying to help Puerto Rico restore power. Both agencies quickly inventoried and distributed the items. What do you think of the residents? What do you think they're thinking? Well, what the heck? they've been they told just... that the reason for this is the ineffectiveness of the government, meaning the, the, the government of the United States, and because of uh, basically that they weren't taken seriously, Mm-hmm. Uh, because of whatever reasons that uh, were having to them be, have, having to do with them being Puerto Rico and not a state, mm-hmm. and they were given second class treatment by Donald Trump's administration. Where and 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 you know, if you're in there and that you, you know there's no aid there, and you're looking around and you see the news, and there's Florida has been helped, and Texas has been helped, and here you are in Puerto Rico, and there's no help. Mm-hmm. And, and then someone's telling you, look, they, they don't like you and, you know, they're not giving you aid because of that. You might believe it, but here we go. It says the problem seems to be the PREPA, which received the materials, but never distributed them. According to reports, PREPA, which is the Puerto Rico um, uh, the Electrical Power Authority, failed to enter into, quote, mutual aid agreements that would have allowed the electricity provider to seek help from private utilities in completing the island-wide restoration product project. At the same time, the Intercept reports the Puerto Rican government is trying to reform PREPA, which seems to be causing more problems than it's solving. At least for now, it seems that FEMA and other agencies are getting involved, trying to make sure the crews they manage are fully stocked and supplied so that power can return, return to Puerto Rico. And I have not heard, um, has um, Mayor, the Mayor, Mayor Cruz of um, oh San Juan, has she has she um, made a statement about this? I have not you know, because seen she's that. she scored, um, you know, Trump on a, a ten out of one hundred on how the effective efforts, he was on how effective he was. Yeah, I have not heard. I don't. I haven't heard if she has uh, been able to make another press conference yet um, regarding that. So that's interesting. So a little well, bit of now, banana republicus, uh, banana republic type activity from Puerto Rico. Well, hopefully this will, um, now that they have these items, they can, people can have power. Yeah. You know, that's what they do in these tin pot dictatorships, you know, in, you know, South America and uh, Sub-Saharan Africa, where they get this money, this aid money. Nigeria, for instance, you know, Robert Mugabe has been dictator there for many, many, many years. He's 90 something years old and he's a. uh, he's a very wealthy man, but the country is extremely poor. And a lot of these, like I said, these tin pot dictatorships, these third world countries without constitutions, without rule of law, without um, uh, respect for private property, respect for um, civil liberties, these dictators and, and Saddam Hussein, another one, 
they accumulate all this wealth and then and Philippines had one too where they and then they don't distribute it mm-hmm, they, they don't then they keep it and so they go on and they're acting as the head of their state and they go on and seek money from different foundations the Gates Foundation maybe get some money for AIDS prevention or something like that and then before you know it all the money's been spent but there's no improvement mm-hmm. similar to what we have here in Puerto Rico yes, exactly. potentially I don't know but anyway that's some uh, world news uh, also, you had some news that I don't know if we printed it out about uh, national news uh, about the uh, the people who were found, uh, the the family that was oh, found. Oh, I did not print that out. No, I did not. But um, you know, and I can't even. I think it was in California. I'm not positive. A couple um, had 13 children, homeschooled. They're these children, a very religious family, mm-hmm. and um, anyway. Uh, well, one of the children, a 17 year old female, it. was able to leave. Now, these these children were shackled, handcuffed, chained inside the home. A 17 mm-hmm. year old girl was able to escape, grab a parent's cell phone, and call 911. And she told 911 operator that her siblings were still at home, chained. Anyway, of course, the you know the police came to the home and there were thirteen children chained up, malnourished, starving to death. This was, um, was the most. It's awful. Now these children, Riverside, too. California. Okay, Riverside County, California. Parents okay. imprisoning their thirteen children inside a Paris, California, inside a Paris, California home have been released. Oh, details have been released at a news conference by Riverside County Sheriff's deputies. You know, these children, several were between the ages of 18 and 29. I do not understand that. 29-year-old person? And then they had a wedding. I wonder if they're... um, Well, they may have been like this cult thing where they're, you know, they they don't understand even reality of how reality exists. Because you said something about they went to a, um, they had a wedding. They they redid their vows, the parents. They renewed their vows at Las Vegas and all the children were there and they were dressed identically. Yes, they all had the same outfits on. But they were out in public and then... Yes, and then the family took a trip in uh, to uh, Disney, mm-hmm. and they're all wearing uh, um, the same shirt and all wearing denim jeans, and a family portrait's taken as if they're this you know happy family. Mm-hmm. And they don't look malnourished though at this time in these pictures. Well, then the, family, so, the people that knew the kids though said that they looked. Uh, oh well, neighbors ghostly. said na- uh, several neighbors said they either did not know that children lived there in the home, or the ones that did know there were children said they looked um, like um, someone off the Twilight series. Mm-hmm. Well, but you know, imagine though, so your home, your children are homeschooled forever, and you keep them away from uh, social activities and um, the children, sports, and you just brainwash them however you see fit. Sickening. Disgusting anyway, they're on a, they're on a, I think a nine million, they're in um, jail on a nine million dollar bond, so they're not getting out. But this seventeen year old that was able to escape, when they got there, the police officers did not even believe that she was seventeen because she looked more like a ten year old. Awful. Well, I do not understand why people do this kind of thing. Because they're they're insane, or they're not insane, but they are sociopaths. It's interesting though that it's husband and wife, the mom and dad. Mm-hmm. How that? How did they find each other? Yeah. What? Well, you were talking to something about yeah. How do they find each other? How do people like this meet? Right. You know, you know, you were talking about something that recent local here, somebody who killed some. Were you talking about on the radio today? Somebody killed some people. To police officers, and he was in the court, and he was talking yes. about how he wished he could have killed more people. Yes, he's an illegal immigrant who's been deported twice, made his way back over. 
I think this is California too, as a matter of fact. And um, he killed two police officers and stole a car and wounded another person. Anyway, and his girlfriend or either his wife helped him you know, with everything. And uh, she's um, probably going to get life in prison. They're going for the death penalty for him. Mm. But yes, he's in court uh, talking about how he'd wish his only regret really is that he couldn't kill more. And then his public defender wants to say, um, you know, these outbursts are related to his mental illness. Yeah, this It's just crazy. Well, I think a lot of what we see in America now is the overindulgence of what we call civil liberties where people who have um, committed a crime end up getting more um, I guess you call it uh, services from uh, the the law enforcement than the victims oftentimes. Right. So in California, California, I would never want to live in California. Um, what do we watch justice for? Not watch, but it's been in the news. Is it justice for Katie? Katie Steinle. Yes. So that was an illegal immigrant who, you know, found, supposedly found a gun and shot and shot her and he was found innocent. Yes. And he had been deported five times. Yeah. Well, you know, I think... Um, and I just watched a video too on California this morning, which I showed it to you before. I showed you a similar video my sister oh, had yeah. sent, and I watched something similar this morning. About how California looks now? It's unreal. People are living in tents all over the street. There's homeless people everywhere, graffiti, trash. It's it's sad. You know, there's a lot of people in California and, and across the United States who are here illegally, who are committing crimes. There are a lot of people who are here um, legally who are committing crimes. Mm -hmm. And I just saw something on Twitter where it was uh, somebody uh, that I follow on Twitter. They said, it may have been Matt Walsh, your your buddy Matt Walsh. Don't you watch him on Facebook? Yes, yes. It may have been him. And he said, you know what? We are not only not deporting enough of people illegally here. We're not deporting enough citizens. And his idea was that, I think it was Matt Walsh, that we should start deporting Americans. And his first class of Americans he wanted deported were lawyers who use the uh, suffix Esquire. Oh. So. <laughs> I like Matt Walsh. He actually has, I think he has a similar personality to you. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I like watching him and listening to him. I do not hold that. Like, don't hold me responsible. That's Matt <laughs> Walsh wants to deport all lawyers with the suffix Esquire after their name. Not me, because I actually know some attorneys who probably use that. So it's not me, but it's Matt Walsh. Mm -hmm. So that's an idea is not only should we deport some, uh, people who are here legally, illegally, but maybe we should start deporting people who are, you know, deporting Americans. I would I would be in favor of deporting you know certain celebrities you know sure uh, self deportations allowed but if they do not well, leave after keeps... a period of time particularly if you promise to leave if you that's promise what I was just to leave say why well, don't you just go for instance I'm just going to make Alec Baldwin I I think Alec Baldwin has probably been promising to leave since Rosie? George W. Bush Rosie O'Donnell she's you know, been saying it for a long time 17 years why don't they go I would allow him to be self-deported and then if he hasn't made an uh, honest effort to have maybe left the they country, should go to Haiti then he should be deported they should go to Haiti maybe or yeah or, or anywhere or anywhere yeah oh, wait maybe they, they probably don't want to live over there hmm. self-deportation of celebrities that's I'm in favor of that Esquire if you're an attorney with Esquire you can stay in my opinion. Matt Walsh, different opinion. 
If you are certain celebrities who have promised to leave time and time again and haven't left, you have 60 days from today to self-deport yourself. Otherwise, we will deport you. All right. Uh, what else? So we also... I, I have a recipe I want to share. Okay. I have, I'm not made this yet, but I'm going to. And I hope we can post this on our um, Echelon Health website. Michelle. But this is... A lot of our patients do paleo diets. Yes. And this is dark chocolate paleo pie with homemade crust. So what's a paleo diet? You know, I think it's very similar to like a caveman diet, right? It means vegetables. That mean? that eat means, mostly vegetables. Eat vegetables. I think what it means, and what it was told no to carbs. me before, it means that you only eat things that were available to eat for right. cavemen. Right. So cavemen apparently weren't able to make bread. They mm-hmm. hadn't figured that out yet. So you, there's no bread. Mm-hmm. And I guess potatoes weren't around then. Uh, so you can't eat potatoes. So things you that you eat. can kill and things that you can grow. Saber-toothed tiger and <laughs> mastodon only. <laughs> well, I, um, I've i never done paleo diet, but I think it makes sense. You just, you know, who you stay away no from the processed pro- food. Right, no processed food. No grains. No grains. So what's This it? is made with almond flour, the okay. crust. So normally when I'm making a pie crust, um, you know, it's two different ways. You can use the flour or you can use, I use graham crackers and... Um, crush them up and make my mm-hmm. crust that, that that way this is unsweetened shredded coconut almond flour melted coconut oil and then a third cup of honey and that this that makes the crust mm. and the filling is coconut cream coconut oil we don't know we didn't decide uh cacao powder oh if that's cacao how you powder if that's how you say know. it cacao. i'm not even sure but anyway obviously it's some type of chocolate mm-hmm. um we have some in our freezer honey and then almond flakes. And I don't have the picture here, but like I said, we'll post it later. But it looks delicious. Mm. It looks so good. Um, so there's got to be some carbs in here, though, right? Uh, a few carbs. I mean, almond flour. How much? How, I wonder how many carbs are in almond flour. I don't know. I mean, Do you know my hairdresser? There's carbs even in chicken. So. Yeah. Um, my hairdresser was telling me yesterday that she is making a lot of things with garbanzo beans. Because? Um, because they're low in carbohydrates, they're good for you. And she said she's making cookies and brownies and cakes. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that's interesting. I've never heard of that. Well, then yesterday I see my friend Christine on Facebook and she mm-hmm. is making cookie dough. And guess mm-hmm. what she's using? Garbanzo what? beans. Ah. And it looks delicious. Chocolate chips, some type of chocolate chips, organic chocolate chips and um, garbanzo beans. So we always buy garbanzo beans. Well, that's a giant can. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to have to start doing some baking with garbanzo beans. Yeah, I think uh, garbanzo beans um, are a good alternative to uh, what is the other thing that people often use when they're making vegetarian stuff. Well, black beans. Black beans, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you can't use black beans in it, then maybe you can use garbanzo beans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to tr- this dark chocolate paleo pie with homemade crust. We'll we'll post this and I'm going to give it a try. So we, and then I'm going to look up some recipes too with, with garbanzo beans. So that's beans. on echelonhealth.com's uh, recipes. Tell them about what we did here in this past. Uh, mm-hmm. What we did. Do. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, this building, it's a, I like the, the layout. It's a ranch style building. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a total of eight offices here. 1980s. This office building was definitely, it looked like the 1980s. Mm-hmm. It had um, rose colored countertops and some baby blue. Mm-hmm. And we came in and oh, it had carpet. We ripped out the carpet. We put down wood floors. Well, our contractors did, my mom and dad. And we painted the walls. We took a counter in the exam room, which was your old desk, 
and made a counter in the exam room. We, we put in cabinets that we had at our other office. Um, oh my gosh, we did, we've done so much work. The, the biggest part though was the floors and the floors. Your mother and father did that uh, themselves. And I commend them because I tell you, just getting down a few times that I did on this floor hurts your knees. It is and they rough. did the whole bottom of this building. And um, with the, we got a laminate wood. It looks like, is it a hickory? Yeah. I think it is a hickory. hickory it's but, hand scraped. But man, it looks nice. Which is very, which is very pretty. And if you don't know what hand scraped is, it has a, um, a texture to it. It's not mm -hmm. smooth. Yeah. So it looks a little uh, rustic. We originally wanted to do this concrete stain, but God almighty, that was. Well, I. Um, the glue on what, this carpet. What was that thing that, in the machine that we were using? Oh yeah, almost killed us. I even used it, and mm -hmm. it was just hilarious. I mean, it was kind of fun, but um, that was just... It was not... Uh, it was too hard. ...cost-effective either for us, because we would have had to been here for probably a good week just to get the glue. I don't mm -hmm. think we could have done it. So if you're ever out there and you want to consider doing a remodel and you bring up the carpet and it's glued down, don't attempt to like, no. make it good enough to make... Uh, stain i would not recommend that yeah just do tile work. or laminate the um the floors i think look beautiful my parents did it in about what six days mm -hmm. we are going to have a open house here shortly and uh probably was it three weeks from now february 8th is the plan february 8th if you are interested in locally and you want to stop by uh, stay tuned uh, go to uh our Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Now you're on con your concierge medicine on Instagram. Concierge underscore medicine. Yeah, yes. I am on Twitter at Tampa direct care. And then we have, um, Facebook and we also have, um, we have Facebook echelon health, Facebook, Tommy McRoy MD. And you have LinkedIn and you do LinkedIn, Twitter. Twitter. Twitter's good for me. I like Twitter. I want to show you something here. This is uh, Tracy's idea of what I should uh, look like. So this is why I'm wearing suspenders today. And then, so her idea was, is that I <clears throat> would wear suspenders in order to look like uh, Dennis Phillips, who is a local <laughs> weatherman. And uh, so I got these for Christmas and I wore them. But now I feel more like Michael Corleone <laughs> in the suspenders. Just and, to set the record straight, Dennis Phillips, I, he is my favorite news uh, weatherman. Mm -hmm. Not, I don't, not even, I don't even really, I'm not attracted to him, but I think that his spenders, I think any man in suspenders is, um, sexy. That's right. So, so if you're listening, Dennis, <laughs> keep it up with the suspenders. Otherwise you will not be sexy. <laughs> Dennis Phillips. I've been watching him for, I don't know how many years he mm -hmm. wears suspenders every single day. Mm -hmm. See, mine are a little thinner than those guys. Yes, they are. But this is your first set. I like them though, because I tell you, they're much better than a belt. Belt, what I don't like about it is they feel like you always have to keep pulling it up. And you do all day long. You're tucking your shirt in, no. retucking it, retucking it. I know. It. Gosh, these suspenders are great. You just put them on and then boom, that's it. You don't have to pull anything up. Then when you go to the bathroom, you find out you take them off like that. Yeah. They look really nice, I think. Yeah. So anyway, little idea. And who else? Oh, my sister um, sent me a picture this morning. Um, office space. Oh yes, Lumberg wore suspenders. Yes, yeah, these suspenders have Bill been Lumberg. Yes. Those are no, so, so look, here we go. So Bill Lumberg, Dennis Phillips, Michael Corleone. Who what else says power? But Michael Corleone, <laughs> Bill Lumberg and Dennis Phillips. I know exactly. So, 
Sus- and suspend- sex appeal. That's right. Suspenders have been around for a very long time. It's something I feel like they'll never go out of style. I like them. They feel it's, it's different. Now, they came with a bow tie set, which I did not wear. No, and it's just because, um, you know, the bow ties. I think so, too. The bow tie. You have to have a certain, you have to be able to pull off a bow tie. Yeah, we can donate that to someone. We had an attending in school that wore a bow tie, and he could pull it off because he was uh, Dr. uh, Devendra, I mean, pulmonologist in Clearwater. And he could pull it off because he was um, erudite. You know, he was, he was, he was, uh, he had a British accent. He was an in Indian uh, uh, ethnicity, so he could pull off that sophistication. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could pull that off. You would look like a dork, honey, because I think I don't. It doesn't fit my. But you know, um, I've worked with doctors in the past that wear a bow tie. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Doctor Schrode always wore a bow tie. Doctor Schrode could pull it off. Doctor yeah. Schrode. Doctor Schrode. Uh, and I've worked with USF some narrow doctors that wore a bow tie. But yeah. you know, I, the bow tie just happened to come with the suspenders. But I knew you weren't, weren't going to wear them. Yeah. Wear, wear it. Anyway, so we are going to uh, leave you here. Uh, come on, and join us on Echelon Health on uh, Twitter, Facebook, all the different ways, and then also subscribe on YouTube and share if you like it. And if you don't like it, uh, leave us a comment why you don't like it, and then the nastier the better. <laughs> that and is then not true. <laughs> also, uh, follow us on um, YouTube. This is our channel on YouTube. So uh, audio and video. If you're listening on the audio, you cannot hear the song of the week, which is Sammy Hagar, I Can't Drive 55. But if you're listening on YouTube, you can. And that's just because the way they work the deal. Uh, so until next time, we'll see you next week. Same time, same place, thereabouts. Okay. Uh, uh, 1130 Eastern Time. Bye-bye. Great. It's just running great. It's so smooth into the curves. And what'd you do, Claudio? You... Yeah, I adjust the casting camber and correct the tire pressure. Oh, what a difference. Look out, Jack. Hey, get out of here. I'm driving it home. Oh, Come on, right. I'm gone. Right. Come on. I'm gone. I'm out of here. Out of here. Out of here. Out of here.